Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show presented by The Fee. Your the Fee? F- yeah, The Fee. Okay. That's what the kids are calling it now. I see. It's trending on the streets. <laughs> like, hey, have you heard The Fee? Trending? What the hell is that? It's like when... What are you talking about? You don't know what a trend is? I know what a trend is. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say trending. It's trending. Okay. Sure. Like that thing is trending. (laughs) It's a... Okay. Like my uh, blue sunglasses are trending. Yes, your blue sunglasses are. It's a fad on the street. How about that? Okay. Have you heard that word before? I have heard that. Jeez, you always call me grandpa. Okay, Grandpa. Grandma. <laughs> How's that feel? Fine, because I'm not a grandma. Oh, sadly, I am a grandpa. Wow. We have some <laughs> things to talk about later. No, my my sea monkeys had a ba- had babies. <laughs> what the fuck? You don't remember sea monkeys? No. Oh my gosh, you don't remember sea monkeys? N- no. They came in a little packet... You poured them into a a bowl of water or whatever, like a little fish tank of water, right? And then they they came alive and they started to, you know, live their lives. Like uh, on the commercials, they were it was it was like Poseidon. They had like one of them had a trident, and it was like they uh, were the lost inhabitants of Atlantis or something like that. But in reality, they're just brine shrimp. What the hell are they alive? Yes, they're brine shrimp. They move around, and the, and you're supposed to like look at them and be like, "Oh, the, you know, that's the, those are my sea monkeys." That's terrible. Do they do they tell you what to feed them and stuff? No. What the fuck? That's like the worst thing I've ever heard. It's like it's like worse than getting a goldfish from a you know carnival. Right. Wow. A bunch of shrimp. Yeah, heroin from a carnival one time. What? No, it's all it's all over the place there at carnivals. You know, you always hear about carnies and drugs mm, and, yeah. you know, I, I just have yeah, fun at carnivals and ride rides and I don't, you know, dabble in the darkness. Yeah, why, why would you be worried about uh, the rides at a carnival? It's not like they're hastily uh, assembled by people with track marks all up and down their arms. You know what? What? They're they're even better than swinging on swings and leaning your head way back. So I don't care. Just taking your own life in your hands. Yeah, it's fine. It is. I actually know someone that owns a carnival. Yeah. Yeah. My one of my friends, Mike, his uncle owns. Uh, I don't want to say the name of the the show. Okay. It's blank shows. Okay. <laughs> they put on our our state fair. Our state fair is a great state fair. Wow. It's on Woodward and (laughs) 8 Mile. Anyway, um, (laughs) that's odd. So can you get us in free? Yeah. Cool. I can get free tickets and free rides. Like, you know, those they they will sell those like armbands or whatever. Yeah. Or wristbands. Why would you ever even go without one of those? Yeah, I can get free ones of those. Hell yeah. We're going to do this when the snow melts. Damn snow. Well, when the state fair actually comes <laughs> out in the summer. Yeah, sure. We're just going to set up a tent and wait. Okay. 
<laughs> be the first in line. Yes. Because, you know, there's usually a line around the block to get into the state fair. There is. Don't you want to see a cow be uh, birthed to breach? Yes. Oh that sounds God. like a good time. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah, I've seen it before. I've seen that before. Wow. They had to put, all of a sudden they stopped and they're like, because it's the cow birthing tent, right? There's a cow birthing tent? How have I missed this? I don't know. But I just ride the rides. All of a sudden they stop and say, okay, uh, it's backwards, everybody. It'll be okay. Just relax. But we got to put these chains on. And they put chains on the legs of the calf inside the female cow. And then they yank it out. That poor baby and that poor mom. Well, the poor mom. I mean, that's that's what I'm thinking. The poor mom. Now, luckily, everybody was okay. The The mom cow was okay. The baby cow was okay. I saw cats be born before. Oh, yeah? It's pretty cool. It's a little different. Yeah. Nothing exciting happened, though. The mom, you know, yowled, and then there were bloody little balls, and she licked them clean. Cats just, cats just, uh, just stroll out of their mom's vagina anyway. You know how, you know how cool cats are. How, how nonchalant <laughs> they are. The kittens come out and they like they look back and they're like, "Nah, it's dead in there anyway." Ew, ew. <laughs> we'll come and see what's going on out here. Ugh. Hep cats. So They've we watched um on. what what. What were you saying? I said they've got berets on. Uh, we watched uh, 902. Did we? Yes. All right. Yeah. I forgot. We talked about uh, animal birth so much. I forgot <laughs> what we did today. So um, I have I have to say uh, this was maybe the cheesiest episode I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It was shit. I mean, like, parts of it were okay. I, if maybe. But... The parts of it were strung together in between scenes of of stars talking to each other, not, not pretending to be angels, not celebrities. No, no, no. Like <laughs> it wasn't Donnie and Marie. <laughs> like they were talking about, like it's a wonderful life and Clarence. Yeah. Except Clarence was like what training somebody. I don't know what was going on there. Clarence was doing his best Ralph Cramden impersonation, I think, or something. Because instead of Clarence being the nebbish, like, you know, oh, I'm going to help George Bailey, and I'm all uh, flustered, you know, whatever. Instead of him being like that, he's like, hey, Miriam. (laughs) What are you doing down there? (laughs) It's, yeah, terrible. Really, really bad. I mean, it would have been bad, but better. If they had just done voiceovers of the angels instead of showing us this picture. And it's not even like, it's not even really an animation. It's a still shot with just a light kind of flashing in it. That's true. (laughs) It was just They did not go to industrial lights and magic to do the special effects on this episode. Oh my God. And because of it, the episode is structured so poorly. Yes. It's like when we talk about a show. Yeah. They go, so first of all, they do do storyline by storyline, which works when we do it. But But only for us. Don't horn in on us, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. But the other thing too is... Because of that, because it's broken up like that, one, we don't see much of the interaction between the other characters other yeah. than, other than the storylines that are going on. And two, it's just you don't connect with it. You, they, yeah. you see you see it a little bit and then they're like then they have a then they talk about it. 
And you know, I was I was kind of like not feeling great today. I was not in the best mood today, and I was really looking forward to watching this show because mm-hmm. it usually makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. It failed. This episode, you know what this episode's called? Huh? It's a happening life. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so, for everyone in Beverly Hills. What did they say at the beginning, too? What does Andrea say? Andrea says, they're they're doing this poem, and they're oh, like... Oh, God, uh, yeah, the cheesy-ass poem. All the... It's the, you know, the night before Christmas poem. It was mm-hmm. the night before Christmas, but with different words. But she says something like, all the... Maybe she says, all the students are happening, or yeah. something like that. It's like, it is the oldest kind of slang that I've ever heard. It's terrible. It was not good. I mean, this slang would have been this slang would have been old when Andrea was a child in the <laughs> early 1900s. Right. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And and I mean, like even the joking around was bad and corny. Like they they did their poem, which was bad, mm-hmm. and the teacher made fun of it by saying, "Oh, they didn't learn this in AP English." And they're like, we did, we totally did. Like, seriously, like, Ha-ha! right? Like, nothing was funny. Yeah. My favorite part was when uh, was when Brenda and Kelly Ugh. sit down in front of Dylan at the Peach Pit, <laughs> and they're you know they're sitting next to each other, they're forming a triangle. Right? Dylan's Dylan's. On the other side of the table, and the way it's shot, it's the way it's shot. A lot of it's shot over the shoulder, over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them on each side, which is actually a, a nice shot, a nice, yeah. nice composition, and it, it gets the idea across of what's going on. But they're like, you know, hey, we both love you, and we both want to be with you. So we've come up with a solution. And they're like, she's like, we both think that you're attractive. And and they were laying it on really thick. And Dylan's like, "Uh, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Clarence got a little excited, too. (laughs) He's like, oh, and she's like, you've seen the Miriam, who's the the angel that wants to help them or whatever, is like, you've seen too many French movies. It's like, that's very funny. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. This thing opens with the most unintentionally funny line that's maybe ever been in 90210, where this Miriam comes in, you know, as a star, and she says to the other star, Clarence, uh, I've got some people around this Christmas time. This is the Christmas Christmas episode, by the way. Uh, You know, we're... Obviously, it's weird that we just passed Christmas in real life. Right. And we're on the Christmas episode because we're totally out of sync with this right now. But it it works out. Well, the last episode was Thanksgiving. So they probably went like a whole month between their episodes, too. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Uh, But anyway, so she goes, I've got some kids that need help around this Christmas time. And... uh, the camera like kind of goes down from the stars into West Beverly, and she's like, "This is West Beverly High School." I just start laughing, like the most needy kids in the world, right? The rich white people at West Beverly High School. Well, you know, at least uh, Donna has the right idea because she is organizing a fundraiser for children who are actually in need. Oh yeah, and uh, I think Aaron Sorkin had uh, to, like made notes in the script. Because 
we see Donna and Miriam goes, an angel on earth if there ever was one. <laughs> right. She's the only one that doesn't have any major issues except at the very end, and it's not really a personal issue for her. That's the other thing, too. Why are both these angels from New York? <laughs> like, he's he's talking like, ah, I'm from Brooklyn, you know, and she's like, and she's like, oh, Mr. G. <laughs> Could either of those be Jewish accents? I, mm, hers, maybe, but his, not really, but. Because maybe, maybe she's like specifically like Andrea's guardian angel. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, Andrea is off of her crutches. Yes, yeah. this, this fucking car is never coming back. Yeah, we it's will never so find weird. out who hit her or why. I I think she really broke a bone. That's I think that's what right. I'm saying. I think you're right. I think something happened in real life, and they were like, "Oh, we got to do this to cover it." And whoever wrote it said, uh, "I can't think of anything clever to do with this." A writer down the line will <laughs> will come up with some clever storyline for this, and no one ever did. There you go. So, okay, so yeah, Brenda and Kelly, since you brought that one up. Yeah, let's do, let's do Brenda and Kelly first. They decide. Like, like Dylan wants to. They decide that they're going to just be friends with Dylan, that they all are going to just be friends mm-hmm. so that no one's feelings are hurt. The stupidest idea I've ever heard. And not realistic. Like, I don't, the whole episode was so cheesy and the things going on did not even fit the characters. No. There's no way from the very serious and intense relationship that they both had with him, that they're mm-hmm. both going to be like, you know what, I'm going to be hands off and we're all going to just hang out because we all love each other. Yeah, and what happened? Like, oh, well, I guess, okay, so he ran away. I guess this is the first time they're actually having a, not a reckoning, but they're they're having a conversation yeah. since he ran away. So like, I, guess, I guess that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, I guess they, they had worked on their friendship. And now he's back. So, I mean, maybe it makes sense that they'd come up with this kind of solution, but it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It is stupid. And it doesn't work. You know, predictably so, it doesn't work. Yeah. They're all hanging out, and Kelly goes downstairs to <laughs> get... I didn't, I didn't know that you were going to end that sentence with stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're get, you're getting ahead of, uh, of things here. No, 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 no. Kelly goes down the stairs. Yeah, leaving them, uh, Brenda and Dylan alone in Brenda's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they all came over to trim the tree. And to study. I guess. I don't know what the like, fuck they're Like, they go doing. back and forth with why they're there, because they're tree- tr- everybody is trimming the tree when they get there. You know what I think happened? I think they did two episodes. <laughs> and they were like, uh, neither of these episodes work. Let's cut them together, and then we'll we'll <laughs> stitch it together with voiceover by two uh, two out of work voice actors. <laughs> well, who do you got? Well, my my the guy that uh, works at the deli at my local supermarket needs a job. <laughs> so yeah, so Brenda, guy, he sounds like the guy from Heart to Heart. He does. My boss, Mister Hot. <laughs> he sounds what a guy. They both sound awful, but I can deal with their sounding awful. I just cannot deal with the stupid flashy light pictures. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Gave you epilepsy. <laughs> but Brenda says something flirty to Dylan, and they share a look, and then she kisses him. Mm-hmm. She's like, your lips look juicy or something. I don't know what did she Yeah, say? I, don't I don't remember, remember what, she what she said, but yeah. So she she totally initiated it. Then they like are like, oh, gosh, sorry, sorry, shouldn't have happened. And they, they're going to act like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. 
But then they're still going to be friends. And she's like, backslides happen, you know, mistakes happen. We can deal with this. And sure, it's all fine and can be dealt with until she sees him and Kelly having a little backslide. Yeah. And she's pretty pretty unhappy. Kelly and, and Dylan got more intense. Yes, they were making out. Yeah, there were, nobody was pulling back and saying, hey, we should Kelly, put on the brakes here. Kelly was straddling Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, it was not, not good. Because Donna's doing, so Donna's organizing some uh, charity thing for less privileged kids, the avocado school <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember what it was called. Acabado or something like that. Right. Astoy Acabado. Something. It started with an A. And... She's she's getting presents. They they need a Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and they ask Dylan. Everyone else has an excuse of why they can't do it, and Steve wants to do it, but he's in detention and he can't. Apparently, he can't be part of school activities. And this is a school activity, I guess. I mean, yeah, the principal's with them, and they're on a school bus, so yeah. So he can't be part of it. And so they asked Dylan, and Dylan's like, ah, I don't know, I don't want to do it. Should Santa really smoke five, you know, five <laughs> right. cigarettes a day? And so Brenda says to Kelly, you know, convince him by any means necessary or whatever. So she says that to Dylan. Does she say by any means necessary? Off camera. Okay, because later, literally, it is said, I didn't say by any means necessary. Well, she said, do whatever you can to convince him. Yeah. I think it's, and it's off camera. Kelly says that she said it. Yeah. But anyway, so she starts to make out with him. Like, she's, well, she says that. She's like. What can I do to convince mm-hmm. you to be Santa? Right. I'll sit on your lap. Yep. Exactly. <sighs> and they start making out. Kelly came over to surprise Dylan with the Santa costume mm-hmm. and she sees him and then no, I brenda brenda comes oh yeah brenda and then i don't know how how they know but they see her seeing them. maybe they just felt the eyes I guess. <laughs> it happens the heavy eye of brenda right. is upon them it's weird to it's me like that sauron she was like or is that, that who it is? you read those lord of the rings yes the books. eye of sauron there you go but it's weird to me that she walked up to the door and like looked through and saw them before she knocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems kind of snoopy. Almost as if she read the script and knew that there was going to be two people making out of there. <laughs> right? But I mean, nobody does that. Nobody just walks up like, "Hey, let me look in the window." Do you think she set them up? I think she's like, "I'm going to put them alone, see what happens," because she had to know that Kelly was over there. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, she's pretty pissed. Yeah, and they all talk about it. And then they, they both women decide they're not going to be angry at each other. They're going to blame Dylan. And make him choose. Which one of us do you want to spend New Year's with? Well, you, you got ahead of me there. But oh. uh, but because they say during this scene, they're like, oh, did he, uh, you know, like basically like saying like he put the moves on them. And Dylan's like, Brenda, you kissed me. You know, don't don't pretend like you didn't. She was like. Yeah, you know, because you gave me that look or whatever. And, and Kelly's like, yeah, he gave me the look, too. And like, <laughs> they they yeah. totally both blame him. That made me laugh out loud both times. Because they, cause he, they instigated it. Yeah. They threw him under the bus. They did. I mean, what, what teenage boy is going to say no when uh, hot girls are kissing them? Right. So, yeah, I agree. It's not wholly his fault. Mm-hmm. But they're putting him in a really bad situation. Right. 
Because so, now he's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Well, yeah, at the end of the episode, they both make cookies, Christmas cookies, one with a K and one with a B. And they're like, choose. Yeah. Yeah, choose between us. What? How? Well, I, how is that supposed to turn out good for anybody? Not. It's not. Like, let's say, uh, you know what I think he's going to do, too? Hmm. I think he's going to throw both cookies away. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the cookies are coming back, but I think I think he's going to say, I can't choose either of you. Yeah. Now, eventually he ends up with Kelly, but I think they're going to, I think they're going to tease that out for a while. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to choose either one of them. Well, and that would be smart. And truly, if they were keeping it in their own pants, probably none of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So, and then for Brandon, Nikki shows back up just out of nowhere. Like, I thought she was gone. For those of you that don't remember, Nikki played Audrey in in, uh, National National Lampoon's Vacation. vacation. (laughs) Yes. And uh, we see her because she's literally laying on top of him. Oh, yeah. And um, he's like, no one's going to come in. I've got them well-trained. And then his mom busts in. No knock at all. And then instead of like being like, oh, sorry, and closing the door on her, you know, almost 18 year old son. Right. She's like, I'm so she sorry, Brandon. She just stands there staring at them. Has Jim not been taking care of his uh, husbandly duty or something? Right? <laughs> it's just so. And, She's and like, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Brandon. Dad canceled Cinemax. So I'm going to have to stay right here. Ew, ew, ew. But I mean, it was so awkward that Nikki got, had time to get up yeah. and walk to the bathroom before Cindy went away. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I don't know. It's weird. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> has whatever has Cindy, have you ever had? Has Cindy Walsh no. ever walked on me making out with somebody? Have you ever had somebody's parent walk in while you're making out? I don't want to talk about it. Just please. yes or no? Yes. <laughs> it's awful, right? It's not good, no. Yeah. Especially when the girl's shirt is off, <laughs> at least the bra is on, uh-huh. and your shirt is off. Yeah, that's not good. And your pants are halfway off. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's your mom. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no good. Yeah, not good at all. Anyways. Tennis outfit. Well, yeah, I can see that. Saying. Tennis outfit. Hmm. And she wasn't supposed to be home. That's all I have to say. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to come home for another couple hours. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Brendan gets broken up Ooh. with Brendan. Brendan Fraser. Yes. <laughs> Brandon gets broken up with, like, like I thought had already happened. Mm. Because Nikki has yeah. gone home to visit her family in San Francisco and decided that she's going to live there. Didn't you think this already happened? I did too. Yeah. What happened to Diesel? Well, Brandon beat him up and he disappeared. Yeah. And she's like, ever since, you know, Diesel's been gone, it's been just like it used to be. What happened? to Di- <laughs> Where is Diesel? Well, maybe. Uh... Diesel's in a pile with the rest of Brandon's ex-girlfriends. Right? Out in the desert. <laughs> what the fuck? It's very weird. But yeah, so she's just like, it's too far away. I'm going to live in San Francisco. Peace out. Yep. And uh, he's all sad and heartbroken. He is. Which leads to the next storyline. It does. Him and Andrea. 
Andrea gets her own bit of heartbreak. Well, her own, it's it's a bittersweet. Yeah. It's a bittersweet mail day in the Zuckerman household. Because right? she gets a letter from Yale. Yeah. And she asks Grandma, is it thick or thin? Because we all know. <laughs> we all know thick's better. And uh, she says it's thin. Mm-hmm. So she is sure that means that she is not getting in. But apparently they're sending that thick ass stuff through the mail separately. It's, you know, it's <laughs> it's interesting because usually thin is easier to get in, but not as good. <laughs> okay. I mean, for, gir- for girls, I assume. I, I, I was going to say. I guess I shouldn't be talking about <laughs> what I don't know about. But um, now I'm like distracted. Okay. With the what? Thick and thin things. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she gets in. She gets into Yale. She's very excited. Yeah. She also gets a letter from the guy that she's still dating that we didn't know yeah. she was still also, dating. Also thought this relationship was over. Right. The the guy that went to the, the Republican National Convention. Yes, the young Republican. He uh, he breaks it off with Brand- with uh, Andrea. And Brandon. <laughs> says, I also don't want to see you anymore, Brandon. And um, I heard your thoughts about homeless people. Right? They can rot in hell. <laughs> so somehow then they end up watching a movie together. She invites him to babysit with her. That's what it is. They watch the only movie that they got the rights to show. It's a Wonderful Life, the right? very movie they're parodying. It's like the fourth time in this mo- in this episode that mm-hmm. this movie's been on. Yeah, I pointed out how funny it is to me because one of the the scenes that they're watching. Is when, uh, what's her name, uh, Donna Reed and Jimmy Stewart are dancing at the high school dance, and the the pool opens up. I'm sure mm-hmm. you all know it. It's a classic scene. Yeah. And I I laughed and pointed out how they're supposed to be in high school. <laughs> See, they're not chaperones. <laughs> they're they're forty five year old high schoolers. Right. In that, I mean, we think Aunt Andrea looks old. Yeah, it was pretty messed For up. High schooler. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Stewart looks like he could be somebody's grandfather that's going to that high school. And so while they're watching this movie and they're so happy and the movie ends and they're snuggling on the couch basically. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She brings up about how Brandon tried to uh, you know, convince her to stay at the beach club mm-hmm. by kissing her. Yeah. And then the kissing happens again. And they start kissing. Or what Brandon's idea of kissing is, which is apparently rubbing the side of his mouth. <laughs> Jason Priestley's Jason Priestley's I'm a professional kissing posture. Uh-huh. You know when he's doing because I assume it's much different than his in, than his personal kissing. Oh, w- but would his, you would you know I, uh, anything I, you want to share with us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have first-hand knowledge. He's very tender. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, it's not a full-on kiss. And, he, like, half of his mouth is to the side, just working like a fish. Yeah, it's weird. Because, he, you know, he's trying to be professional, and he's trying not to do a full-on making-out kiss. Somehow, though, like, whatever this kiss stirs up inside them, mm-hmm. it is not romance. No, it's hate. Yeah, it's like, it turns from, like, passion. Brandon gets a hate boner. 
to just rage on both of their sides. I don't understand what and happened. It's, it's like they have some psychic connection or yeah. something like that. Because they both pulled away at the same time. And start arguing. Yeah, she's like, you're thinking of, how could you do that? And he's like, what? You're thinking of Nikki. Oh, like you're not thinking of, what's his name, Jay or whatever his name is. And she's like, that justifies it. And then they start arguing with each other. How did they both know that the other one was thinking of? Are they psychically connected? I think what it must be is they have kissed before. I mean, he didn't even say, oh, Nikki or anything right. like that. No, it was really weird. But, I mean, they have kissed before. Yeah, they have. So maybe this was, like, different. And... So, like, they just Brandon made that kiss, assumption. Brandon kisses each uh, girlfriend in a completely different way. <laughs> he doesn't have a standard kitch- kissing posture. I don't know. Ah, I wonder, I wonder. I'm trying to think. Do Have I kissed other girls I've dated differently than I kiss you? Hmm. Or do I have just a way that I kiss? Or do I tailor it towards the... Because everyone's lips are different, I guess. Yeah, everyone's lips are different and everyone kisses different. And you've got to work with the person you're kissing. I suppose, yeah. Maybe. I guess I can see that. So he was kissing Andrea as if her lips were Audrey (laughs) from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation's lips. Maybe. Interesting. It was bizarre. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. So, yeah, they they decide they hate each other now. So they're pissed at each other, too. One date, one kiss that lasted about mm, five seconds, and they're mad. So we've got them pissed at each other. Brenda and Kelly and Dylan are all mad at each other. And Donna and David. Oh, Donna and David. Um, they're not really mad at each other, but no. David's mom decided to move at the last minute and he showed up at her house to find all his stuff in boxes. Portland, Oregon. Like, what a psycho thing to do. Although, you know, my um my siblings said the same thing happened to them. That's cool. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> my dad picked them up from school, all their stuff packed up in the car. Hey, you're living with us now. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be awful. <laughs> Mom's gone. But didn't he already live with his dad? Didn't he already, didn't they already all live together? No. I, I mean, I think only like on the weekends or part time or oh, whatever. Well, this makes a lot more sense then. If Okay, this makes yeah, this makes a lot more sense then. I thought that he was living with his dad and Kelly and Kelly's mom. They all like all four of them were living together because that's all I that's the only place I've ever seen them. But yeah, if he was living with his mom, and his mom was like, oh, I'm like going to Portland and I have no plans to bring you. Yeah. Because, you know, you're in high school here, so you should finish out high school. That's fucked. Yeah. That's very messed up. So he's in a foul mood and he's supposed to go to record when they drop the presents off at this underprivileged kid school. Yeah. And video record. He doesn't want to do it now. He is not in the mood to record. His gift to them is not singing. <laughs> he has no plans to sing, so. So everybody's mad at each other, and one by one, everyone well, he says too. The other, the other thing, he's, hmm. the other thing that he says is he's upset because they're going to graduate soon. Uh-huh. Andrea got her acceptance to Yale, and he's like, "Yeah, that's going to start happening." She's the first one, but that's going to start happening more and more now because you're all seniors, and I'm a junior, yeah. and you're all going to leave. And he says something like. Don't you think I've hung out or, like, tagged along with your friends long enough? Like, he doesn't even feel, 
like he's a part of the group. That's so sad because he totally is. And I mean, Kelly's his stepsister too, so mm-hmm. he's gotten in there too. Yeah. But yeah, so he's having a pity party. Mm-hmm. Can't blame him though. Like he should be sitting somewhere with the Hagen dolls and not having to deal with anything. Uh, <laughs> but then one by one, it's the di- it's it's thirty minutes before they're supposed to leave. Yeah. And one by one, they all are dropping out. They're all coming up to Donna and saying, "Oh, I can't go because of this. I can't go because of this." And they're all dropping out. And we find out that, um, well, no, I guess they get on the bus first, right? So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> why the angels were watching them? Oh, in the yeah, first they place. get on the bus first. Yeah. So the principal <laughs> calls them all into her office and yells at them and says that they have to. Uh, go because it's 30 minutes ahead of time mm-hmm. and there was a wait list apparently of kids that wanted to do this and yeah. she can't you know fill their spots now i can imagine in beverly hills that there's just so many kids saying oh i'd rather you know spend my afternoon doing this why well, i would think so i guess little kids are cute i mean they are. why wouldn't true. you want to do that around the holidays so yeah so they all are on the bus they're not talking to each other and that's when we find out that there is a truck mm-hmm. with a drunk dude that is apparently barreling towards them. And that's why the angel wants to save them. And you, the reason we know that the guy is drunk <laughs> is because they show the same shot of him drinking an open bottle of, of alcohol yes. while he's driving his truck like five times. Yeah, the same fucking it's, thing it's, over and yeah, over. It's not there's it's just the same shot. Yeah. It's, just, it's the same shot cut in every single time. It's no good. Of him taking the swig. <laughs> so You couldn't even have filmed it from a different angle and right. at least changed the angle. Yeah. So terrible. They're doing that and then apparently somehow explain how the fuck this happens. Uh, Clarence gets confused and stops the wrong truck. Yeah. Clarence is like, first of all, Clarence goes, I got impatient, so I read ahead. Read what? Right. What, the script? What are you talking about, Clarence? (laughs) And he's like, so Charlie Gardner, or whatever, is on the 405 right now. And he talks like someone from California. Mm-hmm. He's on the 405 and he's going to <laughs> San Clemente. Um, and she's like, oh, no, it's not Charlie Gardner. It's Barley Gardner or something. You know, <laughs> Char- Charlie Cardner or something like that. Right, right, yes. And he's like, oh. He's like, yeah, she's like, not that truck, which is just a little pickup truck, by the way. She's like, this giant uh, looks like a garbage truck mm-hmm. or something. And he's like, oh, well, I can't do anything now because I already did my one miracle that I'm allowed to do. Yeah. Apparently, per emergency, they're allowed to do one intervention. One thing. And she can't do anything because she has never wings. So, yeah. So he's like, hang in there. We'll, it will oh, be over soon. Yeah, we're just going to have to watch him die. And then, they, they, you know, he pops some popcorn. And, <laughs> and Steve, okay, so this is the question that I have, by the way. Mm-hmm. Steve came. Yes. And he's there with the teacher yes. who shaved his beard because he lost a bet. Mm-hmm. And he, he bet that Andrea wouldn't, hadn't gotten into Yale. What a dick bet, by the way. I think he was just messing around. Yeah. But I think he wanted to shave. But Br- <laughs> Brandon said, I bet she did. And, you know, he's got to shave his beard. If And so he does shave his beard. And he doesn't look as good with it. No, he does not. So you agree. Yeah. So they're there. 
at the school waiting, and Steve's like, I figured maybe if she, you know, when the principal gets here, if she sees I'm already here in the spirit of the holiday, she'll let me do this. Steve really wants to be part of this, which yeah. is totally against his character, but whatever. I don't think so. I He's mean, an asshole. He's a selfish asshole. Yeah, but he also, like, cares about people and likes to do nice things. I think that's people. only when Ian Ziering's real personality breaks through. <laughs> that's what I think. Okay. But anyway, so they're there, and they're like, oh, they must be late, because they got on the bus late because they were all being, Arguing, being yeah. brats. And while they're on the bus... Donna gives this speech about basically how they're like being assholes, and it's fair. They all they all talk to each other and they realize that they are, and that's you know they they make up. Everyone makes up basically, mm-hmm. so they're all in better spirits as they're coming towards here. And Steve sees the bus, and so does the teacher. And they're like, "Oh, there they are!" And then Steve sees the car going the wrong way yeah. down the one-way street. Sees this truck. He's like, hey, you're going the wrong way. Yeah, you're he's yelling the- at him. You're going the wrong way. All this stuff and everything, right? So they would have ri- witnessed this horror show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the bus is coming. Truck's coming. They go through the intersection at the same time. The bus, or the the truck, becomes pixels or whatever <laughs> it glows blue they use the the worst effects that they could find right i, I don't know where they got the you know what I, I don't know if this is a computer program i don't know what they're using for effects but it's not good no so it becomes translucent or whatever and it passes through and everything's fine and we go to the angels and she's like, Clarence, how did you do it? And he's like, I didn't do it. You know, it was the guy upstairs. You know, they don't actually say God, but it was, you know, it was God that did it. Right? And then she's like, a higher power. Yeah, exactly. So. <sighs> That's then, bullshit. Then the bus gets there, right? What's bullshit about it? Just that they, they won't say God or right. whatever. The bus gets there and Steve's like, puts on a sheepish, sheepish face and he's like, hey, you know, can I be, you know, I'm here and everything. And she's like, be Santa Claus, basically. Gives him the Santa Claus stuff. So he gets to be what he wants, right? But here's what didn't happen. What didn't happen was Steve didn't run up to the bus and go, holy fuck, what just happened? (laughs) There was a truck that was about to hit you, and then it phased through the bus. (laughs) What the fuck did I just witness? This should be the only thing that Steve wants to talk about now <laughs> for the rest of his life. Well, obviously. But he's in detention. And they're like, do you know what you did wrong, Steve? Steve would be like, I don't even know my name anymore. I just saw a fucking truck phase through a bus. What is reality? What the fuck? Just like, I don't know. How do they gloss over that? I don't know. They, they could have so easily had it where the kids didn't know it was coming. They weren't paying attention. And Steve wasn't there. Or Steve and the teacher were even just talking and not paying attention to it. But they go out of their way to establish that he sees the truck, tries to stop the truck, is running and yelling at the truck. Then what happened? Right. Did he fall? Did he black out? Did someone hit him with a sign? I, I, yeah, I, I mean, like, I think that when God intervened, 
he must have made it look different to the people watching. What did he make it look like? <laughs> like it turned into a Tic Tac? <laughs> oh, I thought that was a truck. It was a breath mint. <laughs> it turns know. out. Why was I so worried about a breath mint rolling the wrong way down a one-way street? It was very weird. Very weird. But the thing is, is they do nothing to explain it. Yeah. We can come up with any explanation we want, but that's not our job. It's their job to explain to us how this worked logically in the thing they presented us, and they don't. That's true. They're just like, no, nope, done. <laughs> we solved the problem. We don't care about any ramifications. Mm-hmm. What did that What did that guy in the truck experience? <laughs> Like, he was seeing, like, at the last second, he had to have seen the bus. It's right in front of his vision. And then he's just like, ah! And look, what happened to that truck afterwards? <laughs> like, he's not in any condition. I mean, first of all, he's drunk, but he's not in any condition to drive after that. Well, you know. He, his hands are probably over his eyes. He thinks he's already dead. He probably plowed into 15 kids after oh, that. Oh, God. And murdered all those those kids. And, and Clarence is like, well, they're poor anyway. It doesn't matter. Ugh. They wouldn't have had a good Christmas either way. Maybe this is the thing. Maybe this is what, you know, turned his whole life around because he knew he was supposed to hit that bus, but he didn't. Okay. <laughs> either way, they didn't explain they it didn't. to us. So, yeah, that's that's how it ends. Miracle, miracle bus crash avoided. Mm-hmm. And everybody makes up. Yep. Dylan's got to choose. Everybody else is fine. But even though everybody else is fine, what's going to happen with uh, Brandon and Andrea now? Nothing. (sighs) I think they should fuck. They'll cock tease us. Don't you? Don't you think they should? I think they should, but I don't think they will. Yeah, I agree. I think they should, and then it should be like in Back to the Future, where, I mean, they don't fuck in Back to the Future, but after, so they kiss. But... I think it should be like in Back to the Future after they have sex when when they look at each other and it's very awkward and Brandon's like, that was like having sex with my sister, you know, or something. Yeah. Because she says in Back to the Future, kissing you is like, kiss, it felt like kissing my brother or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But they've kissed already, so they already know it doesn't feel like that. Well, the kissing feels fine, I guess. Uh, except when he's... Uh, when he's mimicking uh, Nikki's lips or whatever the <laughs> fuck he's doing. Maybe it was just, maybe he wasn't even thinking about her. Maybe it was muscle memory at that point because he kissed her so often. Right. Yeah, that's so weird. Oh, well. Maybe that's why the kiss looked so awkward. Maybe they were, maybe they intentionally wanted to make it look awkward. Yeah. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. Crazy people. Yeah. The writers? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know what they were on. This episode, but hopefully next episode is going to be better. You know, there's supposed to be some sort of poison in nutmeg, and, what? and nutmeg is in eggnog. <laughs> what? 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 I think they were high in eggnog, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. No, they're supposed. They're supposed to be. Uh, I mean, if you you can die from eating too much nutmeg. Wow. You'd have to eat like an entire jar of nutmeg or something like that. Uh, which no one ever would, because when they put it in recipes or whatever, it's like a sprinkle. Right. So you'd, you'd have to eat way more than anyone ever would. But yeah, there's supposed to be some sort of like hallucinogenic poison or something. In really? Nutmeg, yeah. So I wonder if you get high from eating nutmeg then. I, I don't think. I think it'll just kill you. You said hallucinogenic. 
Yeah, but I might have made that part up. <laughs> okay. I might have made that part up to fit my narrative of they got uh, high on nutmeg. On that note, uh, All right, yeah, happy we, uh, happy holidays again. I mean, we already had them. Yeah, but we're, we're having them again. So I forgot to tell you, by the way. What? It's, uh, what is the 11th? It is January 11th, 1996. It It is. Yay. Yep. Good job. Thanks. Right Bye. at the end. No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> uh, write us. Are you tired? Do you do your job? <laughs> uh-huh. Shut up. Write to us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Go to our website at retrolatefee.com. And uh, tell your friends all about it. Yeah. Because you know you want to. That's that's right. Do that, please. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>